The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. We are. 9 what? to 10, Sunday morning. Uh, it's, it must be 9 o'clock. You stole my life. It's probably like 9.05. I would, 9.04, 3. 9.03, 2, 2, 1. Blast off. Bam. Got it. No, time out. You're going to do oh, that. Oh, man. You beat man, to the I stole punch. your punchline. I know. We do that to him every time he comes in the studio, man. Yeah. We got uh, one of my very, very favorite uh, people from the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, he'll have to clarify how long he's been with the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina when he comes on. But uh, he reminded me when he came into the studio. Yeah. That uh that that I had to roll off the board because I had served my twelve years well, max. I, it's crazy. We we were just talking about this, but I remember when when you became part of the Make a Wish board. I, maybe you've been on it for a little while, but we were down in West Palm Beach when you were building. <laughs> uh, you were doing the remodel for uh, for the Parmalees, right? And we were riding around. I had to just you and I. I think we got up at like three o'clock one morning, maybe four o'clock or five o'clock. I can't remember. We got up real early, went down. And spent three days or four days, three or four days down there with you. And one of the times we were in the car, like, hey, man, I got to jump on this this conference call. This is a pretty big deal. Like, you believe they let me on the Make-A-Wish board? I think you said something along those lines. I, I don't know if you were nervous, but uh, very humble about it and, and excited. And it, we were like, oh, my gosh, it's such a such an honor. I actually think that is when I was became had become board chair. Maybe uh, that's, that's what it and was. And I was leading the call, which was why I that's was right. nervous because – I had been on the board for several years, and then I became board chair in 2000, and I'm pretty sure 2012, which would have been then 10 years You're exactly ago. right. That's exactly what it was. Um, so I, I say this, and we talk about this, Patrick, uh, you've, you've been a leader in, in our organization and in, in the community, the nonprofit and the industry community uh, as well, and, and serve on, what's the board you serve on now, the nonprofit board? Uh, the Bridge, 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 the Bridge Foundation. Yeah. yeah, we had a show on that. Yep, about we did. Um, um, and you've served on uh, fighting uh, Foundation Fighting Blindness Foundation for Fighting Blindness as well. Yeah, but nothing you, as tenured as as you've been on the Make a Wish board. But you've also you also followed in my footsteps, and now Dave McGuire uh, as the board chair for the NARI, the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. And then uh, I did that in 05. I chaired that board. I was on that board for a number of years. And then I went over to uh, the Building Development Commission, which my brother, that's the Mecklenburg County Inspection Permitting Department. And then I did the Home Builders Association. I chaired that for a while uh, and served on that board for a long time. But I I, I talked to the Make-A-Wish board the other day, my last meeting. I said, I said, I, I mean, you owe so much. Yeah. To what I learned and, and and the confidence and the experience that I got by doing these volunteer uh, roles, I mean, it's really selfish, honestly. Um, and I think it I think it really helps people become better leaders. And that's you you've done that well. David McGuire does it well. We have a lot of folks in our company that do that well. But um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, my kids asked me what I was going to do. I can't. They thought I was. They thought I didn't like Make a Wish anymore. I was like, No, no, no. I love Make a Wish. I'm committed to Make a Wish. They just won't let me be on the board no more. Isn't that messed up? I think they probably have you. 
But uh, <laughs> no, Trent, we talk about this all the time. We have we say this on the show quite regularly. Um, first, two things, and one, and this isn't this isn't blowing smoke. I probably would have never volunteered for a board position of of maybe an industry related board position. I, I probably would have maybe done that before I came to Roby, but watching with the LLS and then Cornhole, I think it kind of gives you some inspiration. Like, hey, you know, maybe there's some more I can do. And so you're right. I think that that motivated me to to do these other boards. But what you said about professional development, oh, my God, I've told this story a hundred times on the show. The night before I had to give my first speech as an area president, I could not sleep. I was so scared. I mean, I was so nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to mess up. My shirt's going to have a stain on it. Like, oh, I'm going to freak out. Like, there's all these people. Ah. And then you know, just just that one t- nugget I got from being on a nonprofit board. Yeah. Now you, you could say, hey, man, I need you to go talk in front of all these people. And that, that, that cured me of that, of that scare, of that of nervousness. I mean, it's just amazing. And public speaking is terrifying. But that's one of a thousand things I got out of we it. We used to have a narry directory that was a little book, had all the companies in there. Yeah. And, and the representative from the company, right. their address, little logo, and the phone number. I think we had, when I was on the narry board, t- 200 members. Give or take, yeah. 200 something members and the night before my inaugural speech the day excuse me two days prior I, I went to work for a couple hours and i went home and sat on my patio and i called every number in that book and invited them to come to that speech jeez that was nerve-wracking you know oh that, yeah uh, that, that took that Dude, took that, some big toes that's putting it on the line there you better deliver it well the point. deal the deal was if I wouldn't have done that, there might have been 70 people show up, and I think like 200 people showed up. So it was just trying to start it off on the right foot. And Yeah, I've heard you say that before. I, That's good. It, it was pretty cool to do that. And uh, But, but I, I mean, I, I owe so much to these organizations. Make-A-Wish. I owe so much to Make-A-Wish, man. I, mean, I was so about, scared to be on that board. Yeah, I bet you. Think it's about 50 it. 50 counties, 50, 51 counties. Think about the relationships you've, you've gained out of that oh, board, board experience. I mean, Chris Weber's here. I mean, my boy, and he, then he already, and that's gave why we said timeout. That's why, but he's not that Chris Weber. You see how that came full circle? It, it, it came full circle. If you don't know, nineteen ninety three, UNC Michigan God, national championship basketball game, the Fab Five, Chris Weber choked at the end of the game and called timeout. Different Chris Weber, he same name. But I, man, the, I, Christopher Weber. I mean, what, you mean you know this Chris Weber is not choking. No, he's all over. He's a winner. He's on it like a Charlotte Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> I like cheesy. I'm done. I all like right. cheesy. You know we're, that. We're going to catch up on all things Make-A-Wish. We got uh, cornhole season coming down the pipe this fall where uh, the Roby yep. family likes to raise money for Make-A-Wish. Um, so it's an exciting show. Chris Weber, when we return from the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Trent, it's Make a Wish Day today on the At Home with Roby show. One of my favorite, one of my favorite topics to talk about. That's good. You make, me make a wish. You give me the crook eye. Well, you you were making fun of me Man, during the break. Yeah, I was. Well, listen, you make fun of the way I talk quite a bit. I know I don't have the Patrick, most. I don't make fun of you at all. There we go. So, <laughs> so when I asked Chris, you said 12 years on the board. I didn't realize it was that long, but you asked Chris, hey, man, uh, or I asked Chris, I'm like, after 12 years, y'all couldn't get Trent to pronounce the word wish correctly. <laughs> he still says whoosh. 
Whoosh. Don't jump, don't, don't, Chris, don't no, buy we'll into it. We'll miss that. We'll miss hearing that on the board calls. I know that. To make a whoosh. <laughs> well, you know, you like, said it sounds like the wind's blowing. Either you don't know how to say wish or you're a marketing genius because I bet you like 99 people out of 100 <laughs> that have heard you say that has like, why does he say whoosh? Yeah. And then they think about Bring making awareness a whoosh. to the brand. I like it. Make a whoosh. Well, you know, I've spoken at some whoosh balls. Yeah, big ones. Uh, and, and, the guy that has won the uh, <laughs> bill has won the Diamond Creek uh, giveaway that our company does two years in a row. I, I, I love him. I get to go up there with him. He makes fun of how he says, you're talking too close to the microphone. <laughs> I said, well, why don't somebody tell me? <laughs> he said, I might, might be scared you'd get mad at him. I said, hold on, you sound like my wife again. <laughs> I bet you a couple things go through people's mind when they hear that. They're like, oh, all that, that, plus that, plus that contract, he doesn't know how to say wish. Or they're saying, how many glasses of wine have I had? <laughs> Sorry. I remember, Patrick, one night I, I went to a function uptown, and, and I met uh, I met a guy and was talking to him, and, and John Tamaro, he was friends with John Tamaro, and I talked to John Tamaro the next day, and he said, Man, he said, I said, yeah, I met your buddy. He said, man, he said, you were drunk. I said, man, I hadn't, I hadn't drank anything in days. What are you talking about? He said, oh. I said, is that really how I come across the people? Dang. He did that to you? Hey, listen. If I'm having so much fun that you think I'm drunk when I'm not drinking at all, then I'm living right. You're doing, doing good. Right. I yeah. think that's fair. Fair statement. Chris, there. how long have you been at Make-A-Wish? It was nine years in July. Nine years? Nine years. Yes, sir. I mean, I feel like we've been together basically my whole journey. Kind Pretty of. much. Yeah. yeah. I think you were on the board maybe two years or so before I started and kind of have watched everything grow from there. Did you start out? When we started supporting Make-A-Wish with the Cornhole Tournament, was that in your early days? Was yeah. that? Yeah, I think it was the first or second full year that you guys had moved away from the dual charities and were just focusing yep. on Make-A-Wish. Cool. Yeah, yeah so you, it was early. I think you, Dominic was running the tournament in those days. You've always been a you've always been a a, a great supporter of our tournament and, and and been fun to work with for for Dominic and for Christian oh, yeah. and and all that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I started that tournament and then delegated it quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. I was like, this is tough. <laughs> it's a lot. My dad's like, son, we don't make any money on this cornhole tournament. I don't know why you got all these guys spending all this time on it. Yeah, I remember when Dave McGuire first left to come. come and we tell this we tell this pretty much every year, I think. But when he came from uh, Ferguson to Roby, we, we thought Dave was had taken a job on the cornhole professional cornhole tour. <laughs> I mean, he it was it was a ton of effort, and that was before Dominic, and that was when D- Dave was really you know your right hand man, Trent. He was in charge of the cornhole tournament, delegated it quickly. That was super fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the key, right? Yeah. Just keep passing it along. I'm a good delegate, yes, sir. Don't worry. <laughs> we, we, were like... we had a bad nickname for Dave during that time period. We I, I can't say on the radio, but uh, because he was put he would put this much effort into. It. I mean, those that don't know, I mean, Christian and Chris and team. I mean it. It's oh, a big it's lift. A unbelievable! Christian does ninety percent of it. You know, she she does a huge lift on getting everything ready, getting the subs going, getting the bracket taken care of, yeah. organizing everything. It's a ton. Well, she she loves it. I mean, she loves that. This is. I mean, she told me this morning we had a meeting, and uh, 
you know, she had two new sponsors that had come on, uh, which which was really cool. Um, and she, I mean, she, you could tell the enthusiasm, excitement. She just really loves this and is very passionate about Make a Wish and does an unbelievable job with not only Make a Wish, but I mean, she does ninety nine percent of the radio show too. <laughs> so we just talk. We just we just show up. <laughs> she just tells you where to be. I'm glad <laughs> I got a prompt. Yeah. <laughs> Is my, if I tell my wife, I'm like, we're the go-to guys. We just go to where Christian tells us oh, to go to. Oh, here it goes. Christian is wonderful. Christian is greatest employee ever. <laughs> now let's talk oh, about. Oh, I'm reading the prompt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's typing. <laughs> oh, buddy, I'm glad you said that, not me. <laughs> what, what are you saying? I'm joking. Well, well, well Chris, uh, I mean, we talk about the Make-A-Wish, I mean, the, the Cornhole Tournament that you have helped us with for so long and helped make so successful. What all? What all is going on at Make a Wish these days? Uh, we got a lot going on. We've got a lot of events happening in the next couple of months. Um, we've got our. We're doing a virtual Trailblaze Challenge this year. Yeah, um, I heard so, about that. Yeah, it's a little different. Uh, we launched it in kind of the height of COVID, um, and we're kind of bringing it back for a second iteration. It's it's similar to the Trailblaze Challenge you guys did the walking for wishes yep. kind of thing, where you did the twenty eight miles. Oh. Um, same kind of thing, um, but we're letting people take it at their own pace. So there's not okay. You don't have to do the twenty eight in one day. It's more of a cumulative goal. So you, we've got a mileage goal for each participant. They can come in. Um, it's really good. We're finding really a lot of success with schools and young kids and families because it gets them an opportunity to give back without yeah. huge fundraising demands sure. or huge physical demands. Sure. So it's a little bit different. So that's we, a, we've that's got a that great going. concept because also, I mean, let's be logical about it. Our goal is to raise money to grant wishes for right. these children and their families. The overhead on that seems relatively low. Compared to some of the other events we do, it's almost non-existent. So it's really almost 100% ROI, which is, is awesome. That's so that's perfect. The dollars and, and raised go right back. To your point earlier, I mean, you can get a lot more involvement, too. I mean, yeah. we walked 28.3 miles. Goodness and, gracious. Uh, I couldn't walk down the steps that night to yeah. go get food. But, uh, I mean, it was but it was well worth it in a great day. You also have a golf tournament and something up at Cher- Cherokee? Yeah, we've Harris? got a, um, a golf tournament and a dinner up at Harrah's Cherokee. It's a new partner that we're working with this year. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's in early October, the uh, first Monday and Tuesday of October, I think second and third. The third and fourth. Um, my team's going to be mad at me if I don't have the dates right. But it's <laughs> um, early October. Um, we've got, yeah, a golf tournament with Harris VIPs. We've got a VIP dinner. They're awesome, beautiful new resort that they've got going on up there, the wow. new towers. So excited Where, about that partnership. Where, do you know the golf course that it's at? Or it, it's, it's Sequoia National. Sequoia National, yeah, yeah which I hear is right. a wonderful it's course. Gorgeous. It is really nice. What, is, are there still available spots for oh, yeah. that? If people yeah, just... we've got some foursomes left. There's still opportunities for sponsorship, all that good stuff. Tickets to the dinner, all that stuff is still available. Very cool. I have it on my calendar. I have the Third through the fifth. There you go. That so was Monday to Wednesday. I don't know exactly the. I, I just put a block in there. Uh, it says October the fourth, actually, which is that Tuesday. I guess is yep. when the golf is. Yep. Yeah, that's so, cool. You going with me, Patrick? Sure. <laughs> I'm in. Easy sell. That, Man, I was wow. just trying to work my way into that. I know it was the really whole time that set was, up very nicely. <laughs> if I didn't ask, he was going to kick me. <laughs> uh, but it, it, that was one of the things again. Christian made sure we wanted to bring up on the show. I yeah. mean, that's that's a pretty cool deal, um, and, and I love I love the virtual the virtual Trailblaze challenge. So, so we're we're still going to do the physical the real Trailblaze challenge. Yes, real Trailblaze is still happening. We're doing that in the spring, so we start recruiting okay. for that in January, Glad and that's clarify. the normal the normal deal. We've still got the twenty eight miles in one day. People going out there raising money and training for six months to do this marathon hike. That still always will be happening here. Well, well, Christian and Jonathan McCall, Christian's husband, uh, did. Did it this spring? Yeah, they did and, awesome. Yeah, they were really, really, really strong. Came in like looked like they'd hadn't done really? three or four miles. Yeah, they weren't sweating or breathing hard. They looked, oh my they looked gosh. great. 
Wow. Yeah. Man, yeah. The, prompt, good, the prompt's triggering today, boys. <laughs> good for them. They so, trained a lot, too. They did so a really good job. So two years ago, if you don't remember, we could not do the cornhole tournament because COVID was at its height, social distancing. We couldn't put everybody together and have a cornhole tournament. So we did a version of the Trailblaze Challenge. We did it uh, one year called Walk for Wishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And our executive team, a couple a couple of us, Patrick and I, uh, walked the whole 28 miles. Yep. I mean, we started at like 5. Oh yeah, and we got done at like six. I, I remember we had, had my legs hurt. We had we had employees join along the way that would come for an hour yep. intervals, and I remember that. I'm a pretty patient guy when people are talking to me, and I had the, a, a newer employee that's very energetic and eager on the last hour of my leg, and just all these different questions. And I mean, I just snapped it. Yeah, so he came hard. in. He came in with fresh legs. Patrick yeah. said, "Look, I, I'll be I honest, I've been out here for this. ten hours. Look dude. here, man. Like, I, I, like, I, then I walked ahead like twenty feet, and I was like, dang it, I can't believe I just did that. Walk back. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. My, like, my legs are about to fall off my body. Like, I'm gonna have you carry me here pretty soon. Yeah, uh, the things you say at mile twenty are not always representative this of your is personality. Like Twenty-seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a long day. You guys were walking around. You guys stopped at different sponsors and vendors and all yep. sorts of stuff. Our supporters, places yeah. of business, took some pictures. I can't imagine doing it on terrain. From oh the same goodness. distance. Yeah. But I will say we did it on asphalt and concrete, which I'm sure has a different type yeah, of different difficulty kind of than, yeah. than walking on, yeah. on a trail through the woods. 28 miles is not easy regardless of where you're at. That <laughs> it is. is. <laughs> that is for I sure. I agree. All right, we got to go pay some bills. Chris, will you hang out with us for another segment? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hey, you're listening to Chris Weber from the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina when we return on the At Home with Ray. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. All things Make-A-Wish today have one of our favorite guests, probably our, one of our most frequent guests. Yeah. I guess. You're probably top on the list there is Chris Weber. Um, we've already done the timeout jokes. There's no need to do it again. <laughs> we can do it again if we want. I just noticed TJ's got lightning bolts on his shirt. That is bad to the bone. Maybe you're trying to get a job at Roby Electric. Homeboy. I like it. We got dodge those things all day. <laughs> I, I've seen some other companies around in my travels that have lightning bolt logos somewhere. Roby Electrical. I'm like, they copied our logo, ring like it's a lightning bolt. You're an electrical business, you idiot. <laughs> it's like, the oh. low hanging fruit of logos, right? <laughs> Dang, I thought we had something. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a blowing rock. I was driving back from the mountains today, and I've been seeing it lately. A blowing rock sticker, you know, BR. Yeah, and the B is turned backwards to the R, so they're back to back, and it looks very similar to the AR logo. Have you seen that? I've seen it up in Blown Rock. Yeah, you think I ought to sue the town? <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm gonna good. get scuffed. Gonna sue them. Probably wouldn't be good for business. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't think, you know. yeah can we get some projects? <laughs> yeah. We're we'll gonna, s- let's see you first. Though. We'll see you in court. Yeah. I don't, oh. Let's not do that. We, I, I was kidding. Okay. It was a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. Joke. It's my, my second week in a row I'm eating a sandwich in here. I'm trying to get this bread out of the roof of my mouth. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. I didn't know what they used to call you, Patrick. What'd your football coach call hey, you? Hey, I knew this was coming. Man, so my teeth didn't bite down all the way in, <laughs> on the front. <laughs> this is a true story. Uh, and so they used to say, man, how do you eat a ham sandwich? Just the bread come off and the ham sandwich in the middle? So they called you ham sandwich. Sometimes they did. Oh, good. 
That's, that's brutal, man. That's, yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I, we talked about, I talked about this with some other people before. If you want a lesson in how life is uh, and want to toughen up, go play high school football. Those jokers will tell you how things are real quick. And Trent's still doing it now. He's, He's still, still doing it now. He's still exactly. calling you out for it. I got my teeth fixed. I thought he was <laughs> going to say, come on the radio show. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll abuse you right. <laughs> frequently. Oh, boy. But, no, nah, they bite down now, Chris, just so you're right. That's good. I, I had a mouthful of braces, retainers, headgear, the whole, the whole deal oh, was crazy. Man. Yeah, you had the whole gamut. So, so I, I do know this, Chris. Uh, a couple cool things at, at my last board meeting I did learn. Uh, we're, we're, we've attracted some new board members. Yep. Uh, we've really been working great on job. diversification uh, in all forms. I think we've done a great job. I've watched this happen over, over the decade plus I was oh, yeah. on the board. Um, we have a couple, a couple board members from the triad because we go all the way past the triad. Yep. Um, to the middle of the state, and then we have a new board member I know from the Asheville area. Yeah, from just outside of Asheville. Yeah, that's we got great. Our first Western North Carolina board member in a long time. I know. Some years ago, yeah. we had some people. Yeah, long time I used ago. to drive up there a little. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a. I went to a couple events at the Grand Bohemian. Oh yeah, in Asheville. Yeah, that was nice. I made my dad go with me one time. Yeah, Grand Bohemian is beautiful. Up it, there. it is. It's, really nice. it's a really nice hotel. It's gorgeous. So uh, I think that's really awesome. And then our wish pipeline is is, is backed up, so yep. we have a lot of wishes to grant because COVID caused. I mean, it put a wedge in the ability to grant wishes. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it totally did. I mean, there were there were a lot of travel restrictions. About seventy percent of our wishes are travel related. So okay. kids going to Disney World, kids flying to California, meet their favorite celebrity, whatever it may be. Um, and COVID put a ham- a big hamstring on what we were able to do um, with those travel wishes. So a lot of those kids that wanted travel wishes were either changing their wish or wanting to wait until the restrictions lifted. Um, we finally have seen the restrictions ease a little bit here in the last three or four months, so we're starting to move those kids through pretty quickly now. Um, but we've got roughly 500 sitting in our pipeline. Wow. Um, ju- not just of travel-related, yeah, yeah. but travel and other wishes that we just didn't have resources to grant. So we're we're working to to get through that number as quick as we can. We're making good headway this year, and hopefully we'll be back to close to a normal wish number, annual wish number for us, which is almost four hundred okay. um, for next year. So we're we're kind of getting back to normal steps here. That's well, great. Well, yeah. let's talk about this uh, because wishes the, the cost of a wish has gone up. It right? has uh, six thousand dollars was the average wish, and I think we've said that a thousand times on the show. Now it's more like seventy five. Seventy five. Yep. Um, and you said you know businesses are, are are starting to tighten up a little bit as well, and so there's still tons of opportunities for businesses to get in with, to volunteer. I mean, in kind sponsorships another way to, to to really help out without having to come out of the pocket. Um, you know, if you're a hotel operator, yep. you could give a couple nights at a hotel, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's where we've seen the biggest shift is you know where we were getting those discounted hotel rooms, those discounted items for a shopping spree. We're not getting it as much because overhead's so much lower in the corporate world. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're constantly looking for ways, even if we can't get a dollar from a company, if we can get a dollar off of something, that's, that's as good as a dollar raised to us. So we're, we're trying to find ways to lower the cost. So, I like that. So folks that uh, are leaders in businesses, service providing businesses, or material providing, or, you know, toys, equipment, Anything, outdoor equipment, campers. You got a campers huge, huge. Up, up, uptick in campers. Yeah. They can. How can they get a hold a hold of our office and let them know that they're willing and ready? Yeah, I mean our our website is nc.wish.org, and all of our information's on there. Our needs are on there. We list the wishes that we've got coming up. All that kind of stuff. Ways for people to get involved is all available right on the site. 
Man, that's great. And you, you said 500 in the backlog? 500 in the pipeline. How long will that take to get through? We typically have anywhere from 100 to 150 in Good that gosh. pipeline just from a we know kids are coming in and we're grant. It's just the timing of things. Um, yeah. So it, it'll probably take another year and a half or two years, I would think to get that closer to normal numbers, mm. assuming that we don't have anything crazy happen. Some normal years. Um, and you know, we're, we're hoping that we're going to see the wish numbers that we are able to grant increase significantly over the next couple of years. And, and you said prior to COVID a, a peak year of wish granting was 400. Yeah. We were at uh three, three eighty nine. I think was wow. the most we'd ever done. That's so, awesome. We're getting back to that. It's really cool because, you know, 12, 13 years ago when I first joined the board, we were in the in the mid to upper 100s. Yes. Oh, yeah. So watching that climb mm. over over time is, I mean, our goal, our vision for Make-A-Wish uh, International is every child with a life-threatening illness to, to be introduced for the opportunity to have right. a wish granted. Every child. Every Every single child. And, and you guys always say this, you're in the business of trying to go out of business, right? right. You, you, yes. you serve a need that, that you don't want to be there, but yep. it is a need. I mean, you think about 389, it's not just the kid, right? I mean, the siblings and the aunts and the yep. uncles and the brothers and sisters. I mean, how many people are you actually, the friends, and I mean, how many people are we actually touching here? Yeah, it impacts the entire family. I mean, it's an experience for the child, but it has a ripple effect through the whole family. I love when y'all talk about that, and I know that even you know, medical professionals have seen a change in the in the way the child reacts oh, yeah. to treatment after a wish, which is unbelievable. It makes sense, though. And, and I'll tell you another theme at the board meeting last week that we talked about uh, was our outreach and getting better and, and building the net, yeah. network of medical yep. uh, folks. To because that's how that's how uh, families and children get introduced to a wish possibility. Right. Is through the medical industry and the hospital that they go through and their doctor and stuff. He said whoosh. <laughs> now I'm hearing it now that you Sorry. said it. Now he's going to smack me. But Chris uh, has never never called me out on that. He's now never, he just called me out. He's never made fun of the way I, I think talk he feels. I think, I think he feels. I think he feels. He didn't, he didn't make fun of you. I did. I know. He's such a nice guy. But he did make fun of me. We're jerks. I think he feels like he's insulated. He has a safety factor called <laughs> You've opened a, a window. He, <laughs> Well, he, you're, we're within backhand reach of, of both, uh, both of Trent, both I Chris and I. That's dangerous. Guys, scoot down a little bit. Well, well Chris, what, any kind of really unique wishes that sort of stick out this year? Wishes that stick out this year that uh, that you'd like to talk about? We've Anything had a that, lot of project wishes that have happened yeah, in the okay. last year. Those are um, cool. A lot of tree houses, a lot of playhouses. We've done some car makeovers. We've done mm. some really cool shopping sprees. People have gotten creative on some of the things that they want, um, how they want to do shopping sprees. They'll do online sprees and then they'll do reveal parties where they don't necessarily know everything that they got and they'll get to open things and, and do all that kind of That's stuff. So cool. Campers have been huge for us this year um, and they're not cheap. I feel like the price of that has gone up tremendously. Yeah. Um, but people are looking for ways to travel without having to go to hotels or go on airfare. So campers have been a popular choice. Um, so we're, we're just trying to get every dollar we can in the door to make each of those happen as quick as we can get through this pipeline. Well, it's exciting. Godspeed to, to you and the organization. Uh, give a plug. You, you gave it a second ago. How can people look you up, Chris? Yeah, nc.wish.org is the best way to check us out. It's got all of our events, our fundraising opportunities, ways to get involved. All that good stuff is right there on the site. And, and you don't, you, to your point earlier, you don't have to give $10,000. Go right. give 5 bucks. I mean, anything you can give, yep. it, it all adds up to to a greater greater cause, which is you know $7,500 wish. We'll take monthly donations, whatever you want to do. We can well, do it all. Well, Chris, I, I want to thank you for making this your career and your passion and, and all the yes, dedication. Sir. You've been wonderful 
to to serve with uh, in my board capacity, and then also what you do to help us with the cornhole tournament. So I, I appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Keep Trent. it up, man. All right, and I'm not going anywhere. Chris Weber, uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation of Central and Western North Carolina. Hope you enjoyed what he had to say. We'll be back in a few minutes on the At Home. with The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host. Just finished up with Chris Weber from Make-A-Wish. That was fun. Central. Yeah, it was awesome. Chris is a cool dude, man. He is such a nice guy. I mean, just I think he said it best is that you know he's dedicated his life to to basically service of, of others, and I know this is his career and what he wants to do. But I mean, it's, I, I'll tell you this: I'm going to talk a little bit behind his back because he he had a two thirty he had to go to a.m. We were recording this late night. Um, <laughs> it's early morning for some, but <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. It's all good. Uh, but but he's he's young. He's a young man. I mean, he's still. I still yeah. think of him as young. So he's been with Make a Wish ten years, and to watch him progress in his professionalism has been has been amazing. Even coming on this the show back and forth for seven or eight years. Yep, I think we're seven and a half years in now. Wow, is that it? Man, he said he said, man, y'all got a little better at this. Dag on. If you go seven times five, <laughs> that's thirty five. We've done about three hundred eighty shows. <laughs> that's crazy. You don't never know until you put the tread on the tire, maybe one step at a time. We're getting a lot of tread rubbed off the tire. Does that mean I'm getting old? That means we're getting old. No, we're getting. I mean, we've been doing this for quite a while. It's amazing. I tell this all. All of a sudden, you go from the young guy to the old guy, like at a snap of a finger. You notice that? So somebody said the other day. They said, "You know, it's weird. Uh, so much of my workforce now is younger than me." I'm like, "That's because uh, you're getting old." Well, yeah, but do you, I mean, you remember coming up? We were. You were always the young one. Like, I mean, it's amazing how all of a sudden you look around and that happens. Like, wow, okay, there's nobody here that's older than me. I got some some good friend customers that I that I've been working for for 22, 23 years, and and, and we're we're buddies. And they they give me a hard time like you give me a hard time. They're like, "Dang boy, you getting old? You're not young whippersnapper no more." I said, "Dang boy, you same getting old? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. We're the about. same age, <laughs> man." Yeah. The funny thing is, I used to think of, uh, when I was 22, I thought 32 was old. I yep. talk about that with Randy Burris a lot. And now, when I'm 44 and they're 54, I think they're young, you know? I guess it's all perspective. Perspective. If they got a nice mustache, I think more fondly of them. Man. That, see, you I got nice hair. I'm just envious of that. <laughs> I ain't got no stash. Man, I got a good haircut the other day and... He took it took it low on top, which is fine. Piper goes the the one that calls me to cut the side. She said, "You look bald." <laughs> so, oh, Whoa, what are you talking easy. about? Like, do you know what you're saying? How hurtful that is. Well, so I, I have to ask you something because I was with you and you were taking one son to one barber and the other son to another barber. Who won the battle of the barber? Or was it a tie? They both got the haircut at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. So, so at the barber shop, there's several barbers in there over. and. I said, who wants Ford and who wants Knox? And Ford chose his barber, and uh, we went from there. Okay. Ford got a lightning bolt. This thing is his third third haircut in a row. He's got a little lightning bolt in the side. <laughs> Just fits his style. Did Looks put, like TJ's shirt. Put and a little circle and R on there. I didn't realize he was doing it for Roby Electric. We need to be paying that We kid. might have to pay for the haircut. Might have, put, have to roll that through in a marketing fee. 
Wow. There you go. Well, new revenue. We'll put a we'll put source. a uh, put a plunger on the other side for Roby Plumbing. My buddy Westside had some tattoos and he always said, I'll get a Roby tattoo for pay me. I said, put, it Whoa. Your, put it on your forehead. <laughs> Back away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PJ's ready. You ready? You gonna do it on your knuckles, R O B Y. Hey man, you might want to skip one of the fingers and things go crooked. You can put a Y so in there you, and be Ryobi. Well, so when you knock somebody out, the little ink come off. Come on, man. Did I just go there? Goodness gracious. Oh my goodness. Are we having fun? I didn't think we had a great time. We had we had a double a double dipper today, which is good. I think when we do two shows, that's efficiency. Really? Yeah, you remember we recorded one before this one? No, I don't remember that. Yeah. It was uh, some kid from Asheville. I don't remember that. Luke Nays. Oh, okay. Luke yeah. Nays. If you missed that last show, go back to I'm check proud out. of Luke Nays. Roby. Check it out. Last week, yeah. Luke Nays, uh, Asheville Division, out of Hendersonville, really. Yeah. So, so Southwestern North Carolina. Pa- Patrick coined the term Southwestern North Carolina. I think he said uh, Southern Western. I just got confused. I'm not that smart. But yeah, he've got an Asheville branch now. That's great. So what's going on? What's going on in in your neck of the woods, there, Patrick? It's hot. It's about to cool off. I hope so. But it's, my, been, it's been a hot summer. Goodness gracious! My kids are back in school. Back in school, like like uh, Rodney Dangerfield back to school. Those little jokers, and my daughter included, they need to go back to school. Good gosh! I told my daughter that I'm like, you are living life good right now. Just wait, school's around the corner. <laughs> you're, you're, threat, you're, you're threatening her? No, she's excited. She's going to be in, uh, you know, you've got one in the same boat, going to be in middle school for the first time. Sixth grade. Yeah. Her and Piper are the same age. That's right. Okay. So I got ninth grade, eighth grade, sixth grade, Ooh. second grade, and preschool. High schooler. Mm. What do you think about all that? What do you think that I knew all that? I mean, that's you, impressive. There's he, he read all that out. It, 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 there's not any kind of cheat and, sheet. And I and I'm proud of my girls. I'm gonna give a little compliment. All three of my girls, ninth grade, eighth grade, yep. and sixth grade, are uh, are playing volleyball at school. Great. And uh, Rowan is in the school goes K to twelve, but it's broken up into middle school, high school, and elementary school. Uh, Rowan has never played volleyball, but she, she's very athletic. I brag on her, brag on her a lot, and. They asked her. Uh, she didn't even think she was going to make the middle school team because she, that's she's humble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, said, so, "Oh, you're very athletic. Keep your head up." And uh, and they asked her to play JV high school. So she's an eighth grader going to play up on JV high school. I'm very proud of her. Piper's never played volleyball, uh, so she's playing middle school team. And then Tatum has played volleyball a number of times, and and she's pretty good. I'm proud of her. And she's going to play the JV team with with Rowan ninth grade uh, high school. You're working on your dig shot. So I actually have been hitting the ball around with them a little bit. Yeah. So Reagan actually ha- got a, went and got a strap from Home Lowe's, Home Depot, and strapped it to the telephone pole across the street and hooked it with a, a hook. So they come out. They have a it's a it's a you know a temporary net. They practice their serving and then they unhook it because the Amazon truck will get whiplash. <laughs> So that was all Reagan. I'm like, well, did the tree man? Did the tree man leave a strap here? Have we had a tree man here? What are you doing, spending my money? <laughs> and she said, no, it's volleyball net, knucklehead. It is her money. So uh, yeah, exactly. She, yeah, it's not my money. That might have been what I said. Let's tell the yeah, truth. I, I thought that when I said it, but I went with it because I'm a man. 
<laughs> it's the mustache doing all the talking. I love you, baby. Hey, hey, listen. <laughs> we hope you had a great day today. We're getting excited this fall, November the fifth. We got our our fourteenth annual pitching for our fifteenth annual pitching for wishes. Uh, Chris Weber, great show. Thanks for listening. Go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And carry a smile around on your face.